Welcome back to another RCDS ESL podcast. And I'm here again today in terms of innovation and entrepreneurs. I have a question for you. If you guys are working, if you are an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, solopreneur like me, whatever it may be, how much do you, what you do, your company's business, who you work for, depend on innovation? Depend on innovation, right? And so the greatest, obviously, testament to this is what happened with Blockbuster, right? Blockbuster, it was a retail, you know, you could rent movies and video games and all that other stuff at the very beginning of 2000s, most notably in the 1990s. And then Netflix came along. And they said, hey, we have CDs. We're going to put a CD box. And I remember seeing those red Netflix CD boxes just about everywhere. I can't remember when this was. It had to be between 2006 and 2010. And I'm like, what the hell is Netflix? This is when they started dominating Blockbuster. And they said, hey, listen, everything's going to be online soon. And Blockbuster laughed at them and laughed them right out of that meeting. And guess what? Netflix ultimately crushed them and Blockbuster was gone forever because they did not innovate. And you can see a lot of people right now, people just fail to innovate. I think another really great example of this are airlines and airports. If you look at Changi International Airport, this is by far an airport for the future. This airport is basically a 2050 airport. Meanwhile, if you look at American airports, they're still sitting in like maybe 2000. You know, the last time I went to LAX, I said, Oh, okay. This bag of shit. You guys actually, you know, innovated it and you can actually charge phones at your seats now, which is really cool. Just more alcohol everywhere and the restaurants are actually really bad, but at least you did a little bit to improve. But to be honest with you, LAX is still nothing on a scale comparable to Changi International, nor is anything. All right. Narita in Japan, not even close. Uh, Seoul Ichion Airport, not even close. And so you can't really compare Changi, but I'm talking about innovation. So if we look at airlines, if you look at every American airline, they're very similar to Qantas. They're very similar to British Airways. They barely started putting TVs into the back of, seat, uh, back of the seats. You would basically have to watch one TV per cabin for a very long time. America doesn't really innovate whatsoever when it comes to a lot of different things. And it's funny because a lot of people are so excited. I'm going to go to America. Then they land in either New York or L.A. And they're like, what the? F yes. They paint this picture saying, oh, my God, it's the most technically, uh, technology, uh, technologically advanced country in the world. No, you go to Singapore. You go to Japan. OK, those countries are by far the most technically techni uh, technologically advanced countries in the world. Now, we look at your job. My job, I work at a tutor out here in Thailand, primarily just for the visa and work permit. That's all. Does he innovate? Fuck no. Does he have computers in any of his classrooms? No. He just has a whiteboard. He has a whiteboard and these very uncomfortable, old, bullshit-ass chairs. Has he gotten a new paint job? No. Has he done anything for his teachers? No. Christmas parties? No. Is he ever around? No. Does he ever ask questions? No. He's all about money. It's a money-driven company. I've got no problem with that. I'm just, and I'm an asset that works within a company. And to be honest with you, I think the biggest goal, this being the last Business English podcast, I think one of the biggest goals that I made this year was to not deal so much with Thai students anymore for the next year. 
And I think if I look at all the failures in terms of, not I wouldn't say failures, but the lessons learned and the very difficult clients, they were all Thai students. It was the company at the beginning of this year. It was another company that I ended up walking out of, having taught there seven times. Uh, a couple of private students, very discontent, had to reimburse one lady because her, her child didn't even want to learn. It, listen, it was just so, if I look at what has happened over the past year, the majority of my unhappiness came from students who are not in my market. And so I learned about that. And so considering what's happening at the tutorial center right now, he probably knows. He probably doesn't give a damn, and nor should he. He's just all about making that money. But to be honest with you, would I approach it that way? No. If I had staff working on hand, oh my God, I would be taking care of them from head to toe because I know what it feels like not to be in a place like that, right? And I know a lot of you do. How much does innovation depend? I mean, yeah, learning online, that was huge. The biggest market in the world, thank you, COVID. Okay, not literally, but by switching online, now I'm looking at the most successful financial year of my life by far. Because the majority of my students are all in the Americas. Had a couple, you know, uh, you know, North Africa here and there, but the majority of them are over there. And it's just amazing because I said, wow, with technology, that's all about innovation. And if COVID never happened, I highly doubt any of this would have ever taken place. Who knows? It's always the what if, right? And so my job depends on me upskilling and figuring out different ways that I can help my students and figure and building courses and you know, learning about uh, marketing and all these other things to, you know, make sure I know where I am going, especially for the new year. And so I'm going to give you a nice little extract from a website below in regards to entrepreneurs. All right. And this was written by Gifford and Elizabeth Pinchot. They said ideas are like insects. Many are born, but few live to maturity because they closely resemble entrepreneurs entrepreneurs, I'm sorry, we call the people who turn ideas into realities inside an organization entrepreneurs. See, entrepreneurs are the hands-on managers who make a new idea happen. Texas Instruments, a well-known uh, or well-known for entrepreneurial successes, study 50 of their successful and unsuccessful new products efforts. And each of their successes, there were one or more dedicated entrepreneurs who persisted despite great obstacles. Similarly, the common denominator of their failures was that every one of them lacked a champion and entrepreneur. Innovations just don't happen unless someone takes on the entrepreneurial role. So if you have a business or if you have anyone in your company that is the manager that sets it all up. This is exactly who you need. So I want, yeah, I want to ask you, what ideas within your company or department have you been closely involved in recently or maybe in the past? And why is that? Is that because you're one of those innovative people who says, okay, we have this idea. Let's set up a deadline. Let's set up a map. Let's set up the to-do list. Let's figure out what we're going to do every single day. We're going to reconvene every Friday and figure out what our finishes are for the week. We're going to have everything launched by this time. That's an entrepreneur. That entrepreneur takes that idea 
and goes with it. And so, again, if you're an entrepreneur or someone who literally just, you know, uh, you, you know, but let's just say you're someone who's working within the team and whatnot, you need that type of manager. And so this would be very easy if, you know, the job out here in Thailand, if he hired a consultant and said, hold on, what's going on here? I remember there was a, it was called Mind English. It was a tutorial center. They had a ridiculous amount of branches back in 2018, I believe. And I applied for them. I got in. And then once I was hired by that lady, she ended up quitting because she had some health problems. But nonetheless, they sent me to go work and do all these different things. They had a number of, what is it? They had a number of branches, right? And me, I'm just like, oh man, I'm not going to go everywhere until I started getting phone calls after I forgot something had fallen flat and I was like, man, I'm not going to work with them anymore. But I got a ridiculous amount of phone calls from this guy, American accent. I was like, what the hell? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm with Mind English. Uh, I was wondering if you were available, this, 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 this. And I guess he just realized that me being my age at that time, oh, my God, like 30, 31. Uh, he said to me, uh, you know, let's meet. We're going to go to this company. Da, da, da. He gave me a sales company. He was going to give me another Korean company in the heart of Bangkok and this and that because he went to my native UNLV, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. He lived out there in America for 10 years and man, we just hit it. And they hired him initially to clean everything. He was the consultant. So he came into the business and said, why are you having these branches? You're coming out of pocket so much with this and this. He closed down literally five of them. Now, I don't even know if they exist anymore. They definitely do not do not have any more branches, that's for sure. Uh, but you know, he closed down the majority of them because he's like, listen, you're, what are you doing? What's going on here? What You're losing so much money every single month because of this, 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 this. See, never really had a manager. You had someone who was new to a business, ran it, hurry up and built a whole bunch of different centers. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to try to get all these things. So I'm going to hire a bunch of teachers to do this, do that. And he fell flat. And so that's why you got to have that person, right? And so- do you need an entrepreneur is the big question for you today. I just want to say big, big shout out to all of you again for joining, you know, obviously this podcast and being on here and downloading and listening to my podcast throughout this year. It has been unbelievable. Again, considering what season we are on right now, season nine, man, it has been a journey and I couldn't be more grateful for all the assistance and all the goodness and all the great things that you guys have given me. So with that being said, thank you again. Yes, I do have an Instagram that I post a lot more on, especially if you are TOEFL takers, IELTS, TOEIC, whatnot. You can always go onto my IG. It's the same as the podcast name, Marcinio's ESL podcast. You can find it very, very easily. Uh, and with that being said, again, be seeing you guys in the new year with the Business Leaders Podcast. I'm your host as always. Take care and over and out.